everyone, and welcome to Raw Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Freeman. This week, I have an extremely special guest coming on Raw Podcast, and that would be my mom. And my mom likes to spell her mom M-U-M. I think throughout my whole childhood, I was told it was M-U-M, not M-O-M or mother. So we're going to go with mom. (laughs) And my mom's name is Sally McPherson. So thanks everybody for listening to our podcast today. My mom and I have a very close relationship and have ever since I was a baby to a young child, um, to having the love for horses and mom always pushed me towards my passion. Mom was always giving me that, or showing me, I should say, that independence to be that young girl and then young woman. And she's always taught me that. And you'll learn a little bit more about this in the podcast as well. Quite a long time ago, my mom had a heart attack and I still remember it to this day. And it still brings up emotion. I remember being stuck on the other side of Canada and not being able to go and see her. And that was like one of the hardest things I had ever done in my life. So moving forward, my mom is healthy and she's strong and she has pulled through all of the ups and downs of going through what she did. And that's where the warrioress is coming from in this title of this podcast with my mom. She sure is a warrioress, but she's an independent woman that loves to travel and experience new things. She's always been there for me too when I was going through the toughest part in my life. She definitely stood by my side and saw me at my worst, but she's also seen me at my best too. So thanks mom for being the best mom in the world. I can't wait to share this journey with all of you. Um, I don't think I really need to say you gotta put on some headphones today. Um, It's because my mom and I don't swear in front of each other, but I think we're pretty good. It's pretty smooth sailing on this one. So sit back, relax, go for a walk, go for a ski. It's like winter out here in Canmore. (laughs) Plug in and please enjoy. I'd love to hear your comments. Um, or share within your communities. Thanks, everybody. Enjoy this Raw podcast. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Raw Podcast. I have an extremely special guest on Raw Podcast today, and she decided to say yes to being on here after a bit of humming and hawing, but really it only took about probably 60 seconds for my mom (laughs) to say yes to be on Raw Podcast. So hi, mom. <laughs> hi, Sarah. Welcome to the Raw Podcast, and thank you for saying yes. Oh, it's a pleasure to be here. You're quite right. It didn't take you long to persuade me. No, it, it doesn't usually. Just like the move. You no. remember when you made the move from living in Alice? Yes, yes. I just need a push from my daughter. <laughs> yeah, just like you give me the push. And being yeah. a stepmom. <laughs> yeah, and you're a wonderful stepmom. Yeah. Thanks, mom. Very I get all those you. skills from you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Flattery, so just, Sarah. <laughs> yeah, you deserve it. So we're gonna dive into um, some of the questions that I have. So my first question, mom, and take your time answering this is where did it all start? Like where did it all start when you became an entrepreneur? Because when I grew up, I knew you as a riding instructor and you also had a catering business and I might be missing something else in there too. So that was a big influence in my life into becoming an entrepreneur. So where did it all start with you and how did it come to reality? 
Well, it depends how far back you really want to go to. That's go, up to you. Would, uh, well, let's start with a lot of it. Having to work, choosing to work from home was because of my wonderful daughter, you, that I wanted to be home and have time with you. And But I also wanted some sort of a, a business. So that's how it was. And the, the writing, um, of course, had been my life I think I started riding I was plonked on a horse at two years old and it continued from there um, yeah uh, so no a lot of it came from wanting to be home to raise my daughter and I had the facility I we lived in the country and I had we had a few acres and your dad and friends helped to build a barn. And my first horse that I had when we were married was Jill. You remember Jill, don't you? <laughs> Can I not remember? <laughs> Forget Jill. I always remember she made farting noises going down the road. Or she didn't she even eat Kentucky Fried Chicken too? Oh yes, that's yeah, kind of bizarre her, for a horse. <laughs> well, her, her her original her owner really because she was belonged to was Sue, my very one of my, my oldest friend in Canada from Nova Scotia, which is how I came to live in Canada. When I was getting married and we had bought some land and built a house, and then I decided I wanted to have a horse again, my friend Sue, who was going to university, said, well, you can have Jill. So your dad and I borrowed a horse trailer and we drove all the way from Ontario down to Nova Scotia to get Jill and brought Jill back and that's how I started off with her and um, <laughs> she, she was quite a character you're quite right about the farting yes <laughs> you were probably you were actually probably woken some nights in the summer when she'd be out in the field beside your bedroom she'd be lying down and there would be some really strange noises coming from Jill <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, you, and you created this, you and dad, but you created this life for me, right? To living in the country and being around yes, horses yeah. and those opportunities where, you know, it's like even today, like I, I, I think I, you know, even being a stepmom now, I look back on a lot of memories from my past more than I did before. Yeah. You know, like I think things you get triggered by things, right? Of like, oh man, I remember that. It's like I remember I tell the stories to Piper about George. And, and I remember fudge, yeah. I remember eating fudge. That apparently was a, a memory that I remember. Yes, yes. Um, I, th I think you do, you, as you, as you grow older, I think that you look back on your memories of growing up your childhood um, and you remember so many things and you want to know so many more things and you want to, take yourself back in time to that. Mm -hmm. um, I know I, I, I did with, you know, I, I was brought up in, in the United Kingdom and I know at a certain age and it would probably have been certainly into my forties, I would say that I, that I wanted to go back and see the places I had been to remember the things that I remembered as a child. And I think that you probably do the same things don't you? Oh, absolutely. It's like, I yeah. remember so many memories from the horseback riding and, and also you, I remember you running like horse shows at home too. Oh yeah. We did all sorts of things. Yeah. Yeah. It was fun. Yeah. A lot of fun. Yeah. 
So what, uh, like, so a big part, so, so the main part of it, of being an entrepreneur, but like, even before that mom, like mm-hmm. what was the driving force behind that? Like what created that opportunity for you? I guess I'm curious. I, I think it layer. was a love of animals. And it was also something that, that I went in for in the United Kingdom that I, I went in for teaching writing. I went to, uh, uh, a, a training center in in Kent mm. and got my qualifications there and from there I found employment in a private boys school in England which uh, was in the country it was in a in a park set in a park of thousands of acres and there were it was a boys, what they called a prep school, which was um, from kindergarten up to when they would have gone on to high school or, or sort of boarding school, more senior. And I worked there for three years teaching writing. And we, I ran shows, taught the boys. It, it was really quite an opportunity. And I, it was a lot of fun too. And then... After three years, I decided that I wanted to change and that I wanted to travel. Um, my brother at the time had moved to South Africa, so I thought, oh, I will. I will try and get a job or try and get to South Africa because at least I have family there and see South Africa and maybe work. Well, unfortunately, the opportunity never actually came up to get a job in South Africa. But the opportunity came up in Canada at a private girls' school in Nova Scotia, which was called Edge Hill. Edge Hill. uh, In Windsor, Nova Scotia. Um, And I was offered the job there, and and it was six months on. And I thought, oh, you know, something will happen. I'll go to South Africa. But it didn't. I ended up coming to Canada all on my own. I knew nobody in Canada when I came here. And I remember flying from Manchester and in those days I was going to Halifax you went through um, Gander Airport which I remember coming into there and it was just trees and trees and trees and forest and I'm landing in the middle of nowhere thinking what have I done there was army planes around we had to get off the plane and go through um, immigration there back on the plane to Nova Scotia and I really did at the time wonder what I had done it seemed like so (laughs) far away from home anyway I was met at the airport and went to the school and I ended up really loving it Mm -hmm. loved it there made a lot of good friends that's when I met Sue and she was only 17 then 17. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. 17. I, I was 23 when I went. Young <laughs> mm, I know. <laughs> I can't believe it. But <laughs> the, the things that you do, I, I, it was the best thing I think that I ever did. Well, of course, I met your dad <laughs> during that time. Yeah. And um, many opportunities, but I, I would do, I can't believe the things I did. I, my first car when I was there, I decided. I had the opportunity to buy an MG, British Racing Green, with spoke wheels. (laughs) And I thought, oh, this is wonderful. But my first winter in Canada, I had no idea what the winters were going to be like. Trying to drive an MG around Nova Scotia, almost impossible. I would drive, get into town, and I'd park it and go into the shops. This was in winter. 
And I come out and of course the thing wouldn't move. So people were very kind there. And I think they saw this crazy woman with a sports car. They would push me off the side and push me down the road and off I go, get home. (laughs) (laughs) It's crazy. Yeah. And I had the same car. I decided to drive from Nova Scotia to Ontario all on my own. Oh my goodness. (laughs) That was great. It broke, it broke down in the middle of Quebec. Anyway, I, I must've had luck on my side. I made it and got lived to see the day. Live to see the day. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I think that's a big thing too, mom. Like as you're speaking, it's like, this is the one thing that you've, you've instilled in me. And we've talked about this before is, is the independence, right? Yes. So that's yes. Something that you've taught me. And I see even more, right. Is to have that independence. And it was probably as a younger, young age too. And I had, yes. I was very yeah. privileged in having, you know, we lived, we have, we had like horses, we had, you know, property and it, there was a lot of learning to be had there. It's a very different now. <laughs> so <laughs> So, I mean, chores are very different now compared to when they used to be, I think. But, oh, yes. Yeah. So I think there was a lot of good learning there. Um, but yeah. I think also, too, Mom, I appreciate just how you're saying, you know, you went out and got that that car that you wanted. You, you, you traveled by yourself. You did that. And, you know, I'm very much so like that in the sense of, like, making things happen. <laughs> yeah. So, yes. Like, if you have a desire of something. It sounds like, you know, you did that. So. Yeah, well, yes, I thought, why not? You know, uh, but you also learn by your mistakes. I did learn that an MGB was not a good car in Canada in the winter. <laughs> you needed a like a, a Jeep in the winter. Well, you know, I think that car lasted a year and then I bought a Volkswagen, which was far more sensible. <laughs> <laughs> <That's amazing. laughs> but boring. <laughs> Ah, yeah. Volkswagen isn't too bad, but um, oh no, 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 we, we <laughs> like our Volkswagens. <laughs> so, just moving on, mum. So, I just, yes, what is a story or it's something that you hold close to your heart, a story that connects you to who you are today as a rad active woman, as a rad active mom? And take your time uh, answering it. A, a particular story, okay, that takes some thought. Um, uh, I'll start with the fact that I think the people especially the women in my life that I have, my mother, uh, my aunt, who's really taught me independence. Um, I, you, you don't remember her. You were, what, two years old, I think, when she died. But she was, she was a very independent woman. She traveled all over the world at a time when, you know, people didn't have the opportunity to do that. Um, I think she was a great influence mm-hmm. in my life. And then a lot of women that I met, met as I went through life that were strong influences on me were did things that I never thought were possible that helped me to be independent. Can you tell me what one of those things are? Uh, I would have to say, well, my aunt, my aunt Guy, um, was to travel on my own. Mm-hmm. And traveling means a lot to me. I love traveling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you've definitely. I don't know. I don't know. If I have exactly that. What I, you want as an answer, but no, there's no right or wrong answer, Mum. But I think like the travel, it definitely you've instilled that in me. Like it's like right now, mm-hmm. you're pro- it's probably like me. It's like. 
I want to travel right now. <laughs> this yes. is the culture, yeah. right? You know, yeah. Uh, yeah, especially in Europe too. So yes, and you must. Yes, you must. It's it's <laughs> I'm being told everybody. <laughs> yeah. But I might add, even at my age now, I still want to see and do and travel. And 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 I found as I've grown older, my traveling has been even wider but i i get so much more out of it you know when i was young it was well let's go down went in our day we'd go to spain or somewhere like that and be the beach and what have you but now it's i find meeting people from all over the world is mm. one of the most and the old buildings you know italy um thailand and all the wonderful places i've had the opportunity to go and so many more australia new zealand <laughs> so many more places <laughs> yeah just keep that going and so, so people that are listening is and my mom's saying is like no matter how your age it's like if you have a desire to want to travel and it's there yes. like go for it yes yeah uh, you that's, must that's yeah I'm hearing anyways <laughs> you you, le you learn so much you do you really do it broadens your outlook it, it just it's wonderful to observe the different cultures different Absolutely. ways life is you know from the way we are i think sometimes we get into a bit of a rut here and it's just nice to get out and see what other people are going through and 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 to appreciate some of the hardships you see people go through absolutely i yeah i'm yeah. i'm craving that culture and that and its connection right i think a lot mm -hmm. of people out there right now are craving that connection with people yes yes after nearly 2 years of of not having that i I feel badly for for people that don't have the opportunities that I've had, even even through COVID, where we mm -hmm. are. I've still had people around me to talk to, to get out and walk with. I'm not in a mm -hmm. high rise building. I'm. I was lucky. I can't complain. Yeah, and like, and but then there was the part too where like where you know, me living in Alberta and you living in Ontario. Oh, that was like terrible. So like short of like, a, it doesn't seem like it's far at all, but you know, no. we didn't see each other in for two years. And that, I mean, we I normally I see each other awful. every year, right? Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah, it was, I mean, we never see each other enough with, with the distance that we have, but the two years, that was just terrible. And I know dad and I, the first thing we wanted when we were fully vaccinated and we felt safe to travel was to come and see you and, and that, i'm glad we and did. you did <laughs> so. right away it was traumatic for us both going through an airport, <laughs> you made it but though. <laughs> i'm glad we did it when we did it we didn't wait mm -hmm. any longer it would have been harder i'm just going to move on to the next uh question mom um and mm -hmm. just what is your one wish for women who are listening uh to carry into their future what's one wish oh to be themselves and to take opportunities when they're presented to them. I like that. To take opportunities. Just, just you know, do things. Don't put it off. Mm -hmm. Do things that'll make you happy. That'll make, you know, give you good experiences in life. Beautiful. Thanks, Mom, for sharing. Mm -hmm. Um Let's see, as a rad active woman, mom, how would you like <laughs> to own your voice and heart more out in a community? 
or are you already? And if you are, what is it? Oh, that's, let me think about that one. I would like to be able to give more to people in the community. Uh, you know, right now we haven't been able to do very much. Um, uh, I think people that are really hard up, I would like to be able to help them more with, even if it's we have the local food bank to, to I, I can't believe in it, even in a small town where we live, that near where we live, that people do not have enough food, do not have enough I would like to be able to give more to that. And then the side of me that loves animals is uh, there's a wildlife refuge called Shades of Hope. I would love to be able to give more to that. We do, we, we do. There's several of us that get together and hmm, try and help out where we can. Yeah. So my mom has a huge love for animals, which another thing that <laughs> she instilled in me that. too so yeah. if I could have a horse I would have one but we don't can't keep it in the in the parking lot so <laughs> no <laughs> but um I would have a horse maybe one day sir yeah day. I hope so one day would yeah. be amazing mm. um and just the last question mom is mm -hmm. can you just give one shout out to one rack rat active woman in your life and why oh let me think okay should have prepared that one for me, Sarah. That's no way. <laughs> that's that's the whole process. Mom. Oh no. Okay, that should be easy. I'm giving that out to you. Oh, <laughs> you are the most amazing, rad active woman. I am so proud of you, Sarah. Hmm. All the things that you're achieving. And I, when you did the the live broadcast with your cousin Tracy it was my one of my wishes come true to see you both together <laughs> as you've never actually been in the same room with your cousin yeah that I was I that was wonderful but I shall give the shout out to you oh thanks mom you're gonna make me cry <laughs> <laughs> that was the whole okay. point <laughs> yeah and it's it's you deserve it you deserve oh. it Thanks, mom. Mm -hmm. I appreciate no. that. And just saying that about Tracy and I too, it's, I think it was Darren who said it the other day too. He's like, I bet that meant a lot to your mom, what you just It did. It yeah. really did. Just seeing you there. I, I, you know, I was just looking at the two of you. Uh, <laughs> there's Tracy, Sarah and Tracy. I don't know, you know. It's funny how the universe. She's an amazing woman too. Oh, yeah. It's amazing how oh, yeah. the universe just kind of brings people together. Mm -hmm. You know, if they put something out there and Tracy and I did, and it's like, it yeah. only took Tracy and I, I don't know how many, a few months to actually go full circle and come back to what we did. <laughs> but we're like, <laughs> nope, this is what we're meant to do right now. So um, having Tracy's bold voice and <laughs> it, it was great. And she has here, a very... Tracy has a very bold voice. She yeah, she's an beautiful. amazing personality. She's lovely oh, yeah. girl. She is lovely. And yeah. Uh, yeah, stay tuned for the next one coming up this coming week. So, but oh, I'm, I can be there. <laughs> so, mom, thank you so much for being on Raw Podcast and for owning your voice and sharing your heart and your experiences um, to all the amazing people listening right now. Oh, it was my pleasure, dear. Thank you everyone for listening to Raw Podcast. And thank you, Mom, 
for being brave and sharing your voice out into the world. I'm quite sure that there's going to be a lot of people listening to this podcast that are going to be calling their moms or wanting to have a coffee with their mom or give their mom a hug or send them a message after listening to this podcast. So thanks again, mom. And I look forward to celebrating your birthday coming up in February in person. If you're enjoying listening to raw podcasts, please share within your community. So I'd be grateful for that. And add some comments, submit, submit something on iTunes or, or Spotify. And if you have somebody you're really kind of curious to hear on raw podcast, I'd love it if you would send me that their name for the new year for 2022. Thank you everybody again for listening to raw podcast. Keep being amazing. Keep being you.